0: two and one connecting okay all right okay i'm going to read the blog. okay <laughs> as malaysia enters its 65th year of independence ah what changes lie ahead for our beloved country and more importantly who are the individuals with the drive with the vision with the what well, big name tenacity <laughs> to bring about this change <laughs> this guy okay i love that okay and at the heart of it, do we even want to change as Malaysians? Welcome to the first ever episode of and and the... copy Chat, Kopi Chat. This was just decided five seconds ago. Kopi Chat. Welcome, welcome. And welcome also to our first guest of the first show, Mr. Ezra Jalin. don't imagine he like, thank you yeah Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you can tell, this is very, very random and i'm just meeting with some friends from malaysia i'm not in malaysia i'm uk but some friends in malaysia who are crazy enough to join me on zoom this coming week to talk about i don't know lah, talk about random things about malaysia about malaysians and everything in between lah. yeah hello ezra hello hey thanks for joining me brother
1: hey no worries no worries uh, i'm just, yeah. just enjoying my cigar while uh having a good chat well it's a <laughs> You know, it's a laid-back kind of thing, but yes, um, thank you for having me on the chat and thank you for, you know, whoever is listening to it.
0: So yes. Do you ever have reactions with you pulling out a cigar with
1: with churchgoers? So far, yes and no. Uh, If I hang out with, uh, say, a group of reformed uh, Christians, they don't mind. um, Okay. I mean, Charles Spurgeon was a smoker. Uh, he smoked cigars to the glory of God. Uh, I forgot. You're right. Yeah. 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 A lot of theologians smoke. Um, I mean, pipes, cigars, uh, and they lived long okay. up until 97, 98. Uh, none true. of them died on lung cancers. Uh, <laughs> <great spot. laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Charles Spurgeon. So Mm -hmm. you're not only a Christian, but you also, you believe in reformed, uh, was it reformed Christians, reformed theology. What is the difference? I mean, to someone who's never even heard that word reformed
1: before, you know, what what kind of animal is that? (laughs) Well, well, a reform Christian is basically someone who's reform, always reforming, who's been reformed uh, in terms okay. of theology, in terms of ideology, in terms of uh, their life principles and how they view things. And so, it, wow. in another sense, you're okay. not stagnant, but you're constantly growing, and and and, and you're a work in progress. Uh, not to be confused with the, the you know, pro- being progressive, uh, progressive. Uh, is somebody who changes over and over, uh, like you're basically okay. over and over again. But for a reformed uh, Christian, uh, okay. you're okay. you are as much as you're open, yet you are firm in certain tenets and certain principles, and that's the, that's how I would define uh, a reformed Christian. So you've
0: described what it means for a Christian to be reformed. Uh, what does it mean? I'm I'm trying to steer things back to you know we're talking about change talking about Malaysia, mm-hmm. but can we can we imagine what it would be like to talk to to meet a reformed Malaysian? What does it mean for Malaysians? You know, uh, uh, and Malaysia, you know, you said it's not just things are progressing, not just things are mm-hmm. changing, but is there such thing as a Malaysian being reformed and being almost, uh, thinkingly changing themselves towards an
1: ideal that would, you know, be better than what we are now. Uh well there there are many things that, that needed to be changed. Uh, I think as time goes by, um, certain policies, certain views of things, hmm. uh, requires change because people change. Uh, okay. And, uh, there's always this sociological idea whereby, uh, coming a new generation that would have a better perspective of things because, uh, they've seen enough and they want more. Uh, and okay. so uh, I think as a Malaysian, a reform Malaysian, they should uh, be open to changes. They should be open wow. to uh, uh, new yeah. things, new development. Uh, okay. that, you know, you, you still have a constitution. You still have your uh, principles, uh, the Ruku Negara. Okay. And uh, as long as it doesn't defeat that, still find you to do something different. Uh-huh. Or to see things differently yes
0: so what I'm hearing is a kind of grounded change you you mentioned the Rukun Negara, their principles and their Malaysians mm-hmm. but the kind of change that they want is maybe not just changing away from it but changing in a way that maybe which you say even reflects it the the core values even more you know that, that actually you're becoming maybe even more Malaysian or the kind of change that you sh- that you that uh that you're kind of like uh, that you're seeing, you mentioned the new generation that mm-hmm. is able to look back on the old, is able to see what areas that maybe need that change or the improvement. Um yeah. and I'm not uh, sure. Might, how, how would you put
1: it? Uh, well, um, I think that that is where uh, the energy of the young, I would say, uh, energy of the young, the wisdom of the old comes into the picture. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, we who are much older have seen. Okay. And so we get to educate the younger generation. However, with the education that we post on the younger generation, they're able to see more than what we see. um, Because of what we teach them. Wow. Okay, uh, they will want something different. Uh, They will want something that will fit the context (laughs) of their generation, and the future. Um, And and so, there is a need to change, Uh, there is a need to progress, there is a need to reform certain perspectives of how we impose a certain policies, impose a certain, um, what you call, ideals. Uh, Yeah, okay. uh, One thing that you didn't mention is that I am a political activist. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. uh, I and for me as a student activist at that time, I was a student uh, in 2014. Okay. I was doing multimedia design uh, in a college and I was highly involved uh, with uh, a splinter uh, student groups that were okay. very radical uh, in thinking like if we want change, we want to change immediately. Um, okay, And of course, a lot of older generation because the older you get, you become extremely comfortable uh mm-hmm. you just don't want things to change because you're it's tiring uh bringing change is tiring it's yeah. uh the moment you want to see something different you have to start all over again you're wasting <laughs> okay. your time and wasting your energy into it and then uh, what if it doesn't work that's where all the efforts could waste yeah. um so so uh, which is why I can understand, you know, the, the older generation seems to say, oh, you know, uh, these youngsters <laughs> don't know what we've been through. You know, these youngsters don't know what it takes to change. These youngsters don't know there are certain things uh, certain things at the back door. Uh, the problem okay. is we do. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. people know. I mean, you keep telling us stories for God's sake. Okay. I mean, you, you tell us stories. Okay. I mean, of course we get that. It's just that whether we show it or not, there's another story. But okay. with all the wisdom that has been shared, uh, we want to make things better. Uh, instead, yeah. So, so this, is, this is where I like to encourage the older generation. Uh, instead of telling them don't, instead of telling okay. them all the negativity and making okay. them negative all over, why not do something to encourage them and say, if you're in politics, if you're in, in, in uh, some student groups, if you're in a religious body if you're okay. you know in a in, in, uh, corporate sector and you've seen a lot of cruelty okay. in the corporate world do something you know do something change it in America is... it happens you know the way okay. the kids are raising confidence um, like young you parents never stop them but in Asia unfortunately the, whenever a kid introduces something wow. new their parents okay. stop them this is not supposed to happen Aha,
0: uh-huh. I see. Yeah, so it sounds as if, you know, if, I mean, <laughs> I'm not exactly in the young category, but I imagine if I was a young person, you're almost telling me, you know, telling me to be more involved. You know, mm-hmm. you describe yourself as uh, as an activist, and you're activist in the political sphere. And uh, you know, uh, you're almost encouraging, you know, students to at least have an interest in it, I guess, just to know more about it. And to see that they maybe have a role to contribute in it, is is that fair enough to, to say? Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I I gave a talk uh, in a college uh, okay. on okay. Uh, activism, okay. and okay. Uh, I said to them, uh, "What if you can do something without uh, without going through some some of the existing ones? What if you you start an initiative?" Okay. Uh, say, for instance, refugee crisis in Malaysia. A lot of refugees are mm. there okay. compared to other okay. countries. Malaysia has a very restrictive policy on refugees. Okay. Um, refugees are not allowed to work. So how okay. do they survive then? Uh, with yeah. like few allowances on a monthly basis, and then they have like uh, five members of the family. It's not enough. Uh, and they, they had to sacrifice. And so... Uh, I said, what if we can start an initiative to make them self-sustaining, but also ensuring that you're obeying the policies that have been imposed?
0: Hmm. Hmm. That hits close to home. Um, I was listening to a sermon that my friend gave a couple of weeks ago, and he was mentioning uh, this particular person. I won't mention the name, but every, anyone can guess who it is, you know, who deals with refugee crisis. Mm. And uh, number one, this person is very, old, very young. You know, the person mm. next to her was the picture of Mother Teresa. <laughs> okay. and, and so Mother Teresa, you know, I think his illustration, went, closer to home we have <laughs> this person dealing with refugee crisis. Everyone in the hall knew who this person was. And everyone in the hall was much older than this person. And mm. I was thinking, wow, there you go. I think that that already was a very convicting thing to see and hear in a church that this very much younger person is doing so much that we can even put the picture next to, to Mother Teresa. <laughs> you know, my following question from you is: is you know, yes, you are asking the young people. You know, you're mm. challenging them almost, but you know, what's keeping them? You know, what what are the kind of um, discouragements do they have from actually um, maybe taking it to the next step or actually doing something?
1: Uh, I would say there are two. Uh, two main things, but of course there are many other layers uh, that that uh, I'm not going to say here. But these okay, are the okay. two main things. Uh, I can speak within the Malaysian context. Okay. So, okay. Uh, one is capacity. Uh, okay. I think it's because of the upbringing, because of uh, the society that they live in, the circles of the circle of friends, the circle of communities that they are in, whether it's church, whether it's college universities, uh, okay. or any other institutions out there. Um, uh, they, they tend to be limited. Um, they think themselves as uh limited most uh, most use out okay. there. Uh, All right. They would, they would just wonder, okay, I want to do something. Okay. Like, yeah. I want to yep. plant, I want to plant more trees because of the climate change, you know, because okay. of the climate okay. issues. Um, but then, uh, I don't know where to get seeds. I don't know how many trees can I plant. And that requires money. That requires statistics, blah, 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 blah. You know. Yeah. Um, but then uh what if you don't need that? You know, what if what if because most entrepreneurs out there, most activists out there start with nothing. I start with nothing. I start with, I start with social mm. media. Um yeah. when I when I spoke against uh policies, for instance, my uh my biggest uh uh turn into activism as a student at that time, or else I will just enjoy my life as, you know, focusing okay. entirely, studying design, going to design agencies, uh build names yeah, for myself, yeah. win awards and whatever. But then okay. what, what struck me the most is because um I realized that, you know, number one, I didn't have enough money uh, as a student. I was a broke student. I worked part-time. <laughs> okay. I took up okay. freelance work. Um yeah, or else I won't have cigars. Thank God, I, I uh, hard work does pay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, two. Uh, was because I realized. Uh, that great people start with nothing. Um, okay. But then yeah. they know where to start, and so for me, uh, that is that is where I was like, you know what, uh, I have a laptop, I can write. I Can speak. Hmm. Why not do something? You know, it, it, as an activist, you don't need to pick up a microphone and start a rally, uh, like mm. Bersier or uh, the, the LCS, uh, okay, rally because those are in. big things, right? Yeah, yeah, those are big things, yeah, but okay. Muller, uh, I think was it Pastor Bill Wilson who said that okay, uh, okay. big doors open, big doors are at small hinges, and, okay, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. and, and Uh, For me, my small hinge was Ah, that, like, I write, I speak out what I, you know, what's in my heart. Uh, I even had a blog and and that time. Uh, And then my Facebook, I had like 1000 2000 friends at that time, my old Facebook account. Uh, And then I just blasted it out, you know, people Mm. took it. Uh, and then there was an opportunity for me to actually write for several columns internationally. Okay. And, and uh, one of them was a, unfortunately socialist, uh, okay. socialist in nature, and so I wrote for for them. And hmm. um, ever since then, my journey. began. Wow. Okay. And that's for me. How so? So this, and also because my, you know, my family, we talk about okay. people. We we talk about how do we empower people? Why do we? Hmm. You know regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless of social status, we see them as humans. Mm. And why does it matter? And why does it matter to, to to empower and enable the person to walk on their feet and learn how to fish? Mm. Uh, and these uh these encouragement matters so much for me, uh, even until today. Um so it goes into my second uh, point which yeah, is okay. basically um the reason why young people don't get into, you know, are, are, are uh, mm. seem to have like a, a wall that needs to break down, is because lack of encouragement. Um, I see. Okay. Like whatever institutions that they are at, there is always destruction. It's either destruction or it's either some random people, whether young or old, come to them and and uh, discard their ideas. Uh, unfortunately, okay. it happens in Malaysia, whereby you don't know, uh, if you're in high school and said you want to be a communist, okay. Uh, the first thing, uh, okay. uh, The first thing your teacher is going to tell you, uh, is going to do is to to put you to shame in the public, and that's I see. Uh, the main okay. factor. Do you mm-hmm. think Christians
0: should be more involved in politics?
1: Yes, big yes, a hundred percent. Please, uh, be Please. involved. <laughs> you're pleading with people please Please, yes yeah
0: is that because people aren't they aren't involved as much as they could be you think now
1: uh well within the church people uh the whether young or old uh churchgoers like to talk politics but nothing has been done um yeah okay okay can you expand on that so i i I get that when you say
0: we like to talk about it on the kopitiams on the whatsapp we will say a lot of things but Mm. then that's it, right? Like, that's it, right? I mean, it becomes like just, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, I think as Malaysians, we are grateful for democracy. Okay. Um, in spite of it being what they call partial democracy, meaning to say that we, okay. we are still limited in in, in certain ways okay. um, because of the system that we are imposed on. Um, okay. But. That does not mean that, you know, democracy doesn't just end at the moment you put an axe on a ballot uh, and then put it in the mm. box at once in okay. every five years. It okay. goes on and on. I mean, you cannot just stick in social media for, you know, commenting on Malaysia Kini, the star uh, comment sections over and over. And then <laughs> I see, really I see. You. you need to get involved, you know. Okay. There's, there's, uh uh there are reasons why there are many avenues for people to get involved so okay. if you're not keen to be involved in a political party why not get involved in some splinter activist uh, groups uh Liga rakyat okay. democratic is uh, okay. a good uh platform another platform okay. would be uh, swara anak uh, Ana malaysia or oh, sorry swara rakyat malaysia Okay uh, all right, that, that they're openly recruiting for people. Um, I see, I've been I see. saying that to many people just because you're a pastor just just because you're an elder of a church or just an ordinary member or you're like 75 years old mm-hmm. and you're or a 19 mm-hmm. year old kid. Um, it doesn't matter. if you're if yes, you're a Malaysian, yeah. uh, a Christian, uh, go for it um i see okay yeah go ahead. uh one great example is definitely uh if we recall december last year uh banjay uh flood that we had yes them, like, yeah growth. yeah um <clears throat> and and that was the time where you see malaysians taking their annual leave spending their annual leaves where they're supposed to go on holiday but instead uh they went down on the ground Myself included, I took like one week of holiday just to help people. Um, hey, thanks that you th- Oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: But you saw so much. I th- you didn't just see things on the news. You actually were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and and that was, uh, I would say, uh, let's not stop there. You know, um, okay, let's yeah. keep going. Whenever we see somebody in need, let's do something. Not just giving money. Not just soliciting funds but Mm. making use of the funds making use of whatever capacity that we have uh, whether big or small or small as mustard seed okay going back to what Jesus mentioned you know as small as a mustard seed you can definitely move mountains imagine the impact you know just helping people on flood it means a lot you know I want to I mean it was quite encouraging right that's so good (sighs) yeah sorry you're about to say you're going to somewhere So I went to this village, an uh, uh, urban, an urban village. All I did was just helping this one house, and then some houses came about and just witnessed what we're doing. I was always with a group of friends, just cleaning up okay. things in the house, and looking at their faces and how relieved they were. We're just yeah. cleaning things up, by the way. We didn't. Yeah. I mean, we definitely gave yeah, like uh, gave <laughs> some. Some things. Uh, okay, to like uh, I think I recall I brought a pack of rice, uh, a few canned foods, uh, some uh, necessary kitchen items uh, for them. Like I, I okay. and in fact there were friends who noticed what I've been doing at that time. They donated some money for me to buy uh, these things. Uh, so I bought Thanks. these things, gave it to the villagers. Uh, and then immediately I went to this uh, one house because they needed help the most. I was looking at them cleaning things up and I said, "Okay, uh, okay. you need help? And they said, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then we went in cleaning, sofa, cleaning uh, kitchen items, cleaning things in here and there. Uh, just cleaning stuff. Okay, just doing yeah, like... just cleaning stuff. Yeah. And then uh, looking at their response and they're they, they constantly thanking us over and over. And they said, you know, okay, we okay. don't know how are we to survive without... You know, having people like you coming over to just okay. do something—we don't, we don't even know. They, to them, is like you guys are like God's gift. That's what he said. You guys are like wow, God's. Gift. Okay. Yeah. Like, thank you for giving hope. And I was like, not a big deal, and not a big deal. Okay. We're just helping. You're Malaysians, okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Well, thankfully, there's no, banjir now. Maybe there is some form of, uh, economic banjir, maybe. But I guess, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, huh? <laughs> but I guess it's worth just being prepared. You know, it can happen. The truth is like a flood can happen again. And mm. I think you don't want things to get so bad before you do a lot of good. And I think uh, these things ought to be lessons, not just in the moment, but actually something that can spur us. I mean, you, you see Malaysians are capable of so much good. You know, they're mm-hmm. able to pull together, they're actually able to work together, and that's quite amazing. And the reward of that isn't just that you fix a problem, but actually you realize that actually we, you know, the solution is not just a policy, it's not a big thing, it's actually people coming together, working together, recognizing the problem together and working towards the solution together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, any last words? Any last things that you want to say? It's good well, stuff
1: uh i'm not gonna say much uh on this so um uh, i would say the secret is start small do small things trust me you gotta see big fruits um so say for instance if we go out on the uh, you know if you look at the train stations I, I recall you know whenever i got back from work um i take the train and i always see this this uncle selling muruku and he's on a wheelchair uh mm. I would buy muruku for two reasons. One, um, oh okay, all right, yeah, okay. One because I want to help that uncle, and so I would give okay. a, a, a big amount of money. Uh, two, okay. I need snacks. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah, okay. So it's a win-win.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> like for instance, yeah. if we somebody is selling tissues. Uh, you know, we all need tissues. I mean, we all sweat under this hot weather. So, yeah. uh, one, we need tissue. Two we want to help so why not you know make a
0: difference yeah 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 so again what you're talking about that small difference goes a long way mm. yeah mm. thanks a lot man that's cool that's cool Thanks you so much yeah and thanks well, for being well, a guest on this Kopi chat uh podcast the first of um hopefully not the last uh ezra miller ezra, ezra miller ezra, Mil- ezra jalin <laughs> 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 don't get down, down different there is someone else okay ezra jalin thank you so much for joining me um okay. and and really really appreciate that so much okay and thanks for listening as well uh, take care guys um, uh, there's more to come uh, please please stick around for the next episode uh, more friends uh, common friends as well they come you saw the chat right a few other people coming on board as well and just more perspectives on what it means to live in malaysia you know to be malaysians and to really uh, live lives that will really improve you know bring Malaysia to the next level yeah take care bye